As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. Which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. <laughs> all right, welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. Look, connect with me on all platforms, and I do mean all platforms, but my favorite platform YouTube, because hopefully I get enough subscribers one day that I can actually call off work and mean it. Also, if you love me, you'll support a brother. This is how you support a brother. Cash app, all my stuff is linked below. PayPal, let me know that you love me. I got bills. I got college loans. I'm married, so the whole gambit. I got to take care of everybody. So look, this is going to be an amazing episode. This is Millennials and the Holidays, and I have some amazing guests. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves, starting with my girl, Ariel. Hi, guys. My name is Ariel Crenshaw. I am currently pursuing my MSN at UIC, um, and I am involved in different ways in uh, helping the community, fundraising and stuff like that. So just follow me on Instagram. Awesome. Natalie. Hi, I'm Natalie. Um, I don't know what to say about myself. I live in L.A. and I work a lot. (laughs) And Amber. Hi, I'm Amber. Um, I live in Chicago, uh, and I am a mom, and um, I'm just ready to have a fun time. So, let's go. Awesome. Look, we have some amazing guests we're going to get into. A first line of questioning, um, this holiday season is different, right? I love Christmas. I love everything about Christmas, except actually shopping, but I love Christmas, right? But because of the circumstances, it's obviously different. Um, unfortunately we're dealing with a pandemic, right? So it's not as cool. You can't just be in mass gatherings, even though the vaccine is out, uh, you still have to take precaution, right? And you don't want to create a super spreader event. So for you guys, how is this holiday different? And I know, 
uh, era, you mentioned you're getting your MSN. Uh, so you're just like ridiculously smart and, you know, smarter than all of us here. How is this different as being a, a frontline responder? Um, I know for myself, um, the floor that I work on, we do have uh, COVID positive patients. So I know for myself, when I come home, I take everything off as soon as I enter the door. I don't walk in with my shoes or anything and I immediately go and hop in the shower. But I also live with my parents. So just to protect them, I do stay in my room majority of the time just because I know that I could be exposed and not know. Um, But I do also go to get tested as well. Um, to just make sure I'm not asymptomatic. But because of like the time frame of when symptoms can show and you test positive, it is kind of tricky. Um, but also for Thanksgiving, we did like a Zoom call with my family because we are really big on Thanksgiving. Not really Christmas so much, but I know like I'll be setting up a Zoom call for them as well so we can talk and eat like Thanksgiving as well. Perfect, perfect. Natalie, how has this holiday season been different for you? Um, Yeah, just not doing the large gathering thing. Obviously, I'm in LA. We have very large COVID numbers out here. So really keeping stuff small. Usually on holidays, I would go to my mother's house. Um, she lives in LA as well, but we haven't been doing that. So really haven't seen like my family all year and the rest of my family lives in Illinois or the Midwest. So usually for one or both holidays, I would be seeing, you know, Midwest family and then we're going to my grandma's house. So I've done zero of those things this year. So that kind of stinks. Um, Yeah. So Thanksgiving and Christmas was pretty much just at my parents' house with my immediate family, my sisters, my sister's husband and my parents and um, eating a lot of food. And then my mom decided she wanted to like switch up the menu since we weren't doing the big thing. So for Christmas, we're having like I tip or something. I don't know, something that we don't usually eat. She was like, we can do whatever we want. Um, so yeah, just keeping it small, immediate family only. And yeah. Understandable, immediate family only. Uh, I think. I think the food menu in our family hasn't changed. I don't know if my family got the menu, but it's like, hey, you know, since, you know, 50 of us won't be together, we don't probably need as much obesity causing foods. <laughs> Same amount of spread is going to be there. I'm going to just be uh, patient and try not to overdose. Uh, so, Amber, how is this holiday season different for you? Uh, just to echo what everyone said, I think. What's a little different for me is that I have a really big family. So like my immediate family, we have seven people plus husbands. So that makes us like nine plus kids. Immediate family becomes like 12. So (laughs) when they say like only gather with your immediate family and then they're like no groups of larger than seven or something like that. I'm like, well, that's like out for my family. Uh, But usually everyone comes over in my parents' house. Um, like my mom's family. So there'll be like 30, at least 30 people there for Thanksgiving. It was just us, um, just us, like the 12 of us at my parents' house. Um, But then for Christmas, we were actually all supposed to go to the Turks and Caicos to spend it with my sister because she lives there now. And so uh, literally like, I think last week, maybe we had to cancel our flight, uh, my husband and I and and my daughter, because Mm -hmm. Uh, just like restrictions that came up with his job and quarantine and stuff. So 
I mean, we had planned this like last year, so it's just been a really, it's just gonna be us and my parents, I think, for Christmas, because my siblings still were like deuces, we're gone. So, (laughs) (laughs) just my mom and dad and my my husband and my kids. So it's gonna be really different, really quiet this year. Definitely different. I I was uh, I got jealous when you uh, mentioned the the trip. I'm like, man, I'm, I was just gonna go to Central Illinois to visit my mom in Springfield, but you know, <laughs> but she's up here, so it kind of eliminated all that. Uh, the cool thing about the holidays is traditions, right? So every family has their own set of traditions. Our family, we watch holiday movies like they're going out of style we start with home alone then we get to home alone 2 then we go to jingle all the way because jingle all the way is my favorite uh holiday movie and literally like just down the line and we can recite line upon line on every film it is absolutely ridiculous but that is our tradition what are some of those traditions that you guys enjoy and amber i'll start with you yeah so for us um we like started our own little tradition with uh, my husband watches a Christmas story every year. So I started watching that with him. Like five, I've like had never watched the movie, but like, it's really funny. <laughs> so we watch, we watch that every year. One of the things that we do, we always have to have a Jamaican breakfast on Christmas morning. So that's like ackee and saltfish, dumpling, plantain, green banana, uh, that's pretty much it. But you gotta have the Jamaican breakfast and you gotta watch Christmas story. It's a good movie. Natalie, family traditions, West Coast, what's going on? Are there any like crip related or blood related traditions? I mean, what <laughs> happens on the West Coast that we don't get here in Chicago? Well, usually it's warm. So there's that. Um, it's so funny because growing up or before I went to school in Chicago, I never understood like the dreaming of a white Christmas song, like that stuff didn't make sense to me because I'm like a white Christmas I don't get it and I was like oh snow like they're talking about snow (laughs) like I just didn't get it um but yeah traditions I don't think we have a we don't have a ton I think one tradition for like Christmas gifts is we all open one gift on Christmas Eve and that's always pajamas for my mom like no matter what she gets us all pajamas and she also on all of our gifts she writes from Jesus on everything (laughs) No, there was no Santa Claus. No Santa growing up. <laughs> it was Jesus only. Um, and then, yeah, usually, again, my grandma from Illinois, she would fly out here and spend Christmas with us, but she's not coming this year. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think, for our traditions. That's some interesting for uh, the, the Jesus gifts. That would be pretty cool, <laughs> just under the tree, like, look, PS5 from Jesus. You'd be like, man, yeah. my t- Bill ties and off is really paying yeah, off. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> really, really <laughs> Ariel, what are some of those family traditions that you look forward to this time of year? Um, we really don't have any family traditions for Christmas. My family is really big on like Thanksgiving, not really more so Christmas. So like I know Christmas Day, we literally just enjoy each other's time, you know, exchange small gifts and stuff, but we don't have any big things we really do. I was gonna say about me, like uh, my father's side, they're probably more like heavy on Thanksgiving, like Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. they're you know vacationing or doing something. Like they've never been like in one setting. Uh, but you know, everybody you know just does it differently. But look, let's take it up now. So you know, everybody likes gifts. I don't think Christmas is for gifts. 
but I'm petty. I believe if I get you something nice, I should get something <laughs> nice. And you should know that I'm going to get you something nice. Like, I'll let you know by hints. Like, hey, look, I got that shirt for you. So you don't give me something like towels or underwear or something that, you know, I don't need or want. Right. Let's talk about best gift givers. You know, it could be anybody. You know, for me, I want to say I think my wife is taking the, the best gift place because my grandma's just old now. You know, she's 90. She's going on 93. So she doesn't shop for anybody. She doesn't have to. She's like graduated. Right. So, yeah, she's made her do. Yeah, she doesn't have to. But she was <laughs> official. And then my wife's taking her place. Uh, but she is the best gift giver. Natalie, for you, who in your family or just anybody is the best at giving gifts? Oh, definitely not me. I am the worst at giving gifts. Um, I'm getting better. I learned that you have to like pay attention to people when they say so. Okay. Yeah, my family, I would say we're not like my immediate family. The gift giving thing is not our, not our strong suit. Um, my friend Steph, she always gives really like thoughtful stuff. So I'll say she's really good at gifts because she always gives very thoughtful gifts. Um, and I gave her a thoughtful one this year and I was so proud of myself. Um, I was like, oh, no. you did great. It only took you 30 years. Um, but yeah, my family, we're, we're not great at that. List the whole listening thing. Nah, not for us. Gotcha. So you're like the socks, like, you know, you just go and it's kind of yeah, like, I'm like, what do you out. need? Or can you just buy it yourself? I'll just give you a gift card. Like, meh. Hey, I get it. I get it. Arrow, who is the best at giving gifts? Um, I would say my family is more along the lines of Natalie. They give you like, what do you need? Okay, I gave you a gift card for that amount. Like, go ahead and buy it yourself. But I think my friend, uh, Kaylin, she's really good at giving like thoughtful gifts. She listens very intently and she knows like, oh, hey, I sent you something. Um, let me know if you receive it and then I'll open it. And I'm like, oh, this is, I told you about that like a month ago. Thanks, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Amber, who is the best at giving gifts? Please don't be like the other two and just give gift cards. <laughs> No, yeah, I couldn't even. It's hands down my mom, man. She's like the Oprah of Christmas. Like, you guys know, my mom's like, she's so generous and she just loves buying gifts for us. And she's hard to shop for because she's like the kind of person that's like, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. And then Christmas like rolls around. She's like, you get a North Face. You get Uggs. Like, <laughs> just like every Christmas. She's the best. And there's so many of us. I don't know when she does it, but she's the best. Literally, she's like Oprah at Christmas time. Oh, man. <laughs> man, the Oprah favor. I like it. Oprah. I think the the best for me, so I like seeing people's reactions, right? Like I try to pay attention and not just assume. And I really try to dig because I was like, you know, obviously like what would like shock them, right? So just the overall joy of seeing that does it for me. Now I have selfish reasons for that. A, because... I don't want to be labeled as the worst gift giver only because I come from a family of bad gift givers. Like I love my family. I love them. I love all my family, but when it comes to giving gifts, I just don't trust any of them. Right. So like I, I try my hardest to like really hone in and be like, look, what would they really like? What don't they expect from me? And like, that is my motivation. It is absolutely selfish. It probably won't, you know, 
uh, do well on Judgment Day when you know Jesus asked like, Cody, why did, what is all this? I'm like, look, I have some selfish reasons for this. I just wanted to beat everybody at giving gifts. So, but I'm not the worst gift giver in my family. Speaking of worst gift givers, so <laughs> I want to specifically focus, Ariel, Natalie. So you guys mentioned something completely unique. You mentioned kind of your, your strategy, some some uh, strategy within your family about giving gifts. But who is the absolute worst? Like, who do you know? It's just not gonna come through. And I'll start with you, Ariel. My brother Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron like that. <laughs> First of all, you didn't even pause to think about it. I know. Beforehand. <laughs> he I mean, I love Aaron to death, but he just started like really paying attention to gifts and being like, Oh, okay, I'll get her a uh, gift card for this, for this <laughs> it just used to be a general gift card, but now he's like she mentioned she wanted something from like Sephora. Okay, I'm gonna give her this Sephora gift card. But I love Aaron. He's 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 leveling up. I know, I know. He, it's coming with age, with age, with age. So he's he's doing better. Better, <laughs> better. Natalie. Who is the worst at giving gifts? Oh, um. Besides me, I would say. Hmm, who's the worst? Who's the worst? Uh, yeah, I probably have to give it to myself. Um, I'm just not that great. I'm not that thoughtful. But again, working on it. We're getting there. We are developing. That's all it's about. It's about the process. Progress over perfection. You know, we got to start somewhere. Amber, who's <laughs> the worst at giving gifts? Um, so I'm like laughing because it's one of my siblings who I'm not going to name. Nameless. One of my siblings. It's not a boy. Um, and... <laughs> But like one year, uh, she gave me, um, it was a year when I, I I was like living with my parents for a little bit when I first had my baby um, until we like had everything. And she gave me like something that was like specifically for my house. And I was like, I don't live in a house by myself. It was like like some like a fixture like for for your home. And I was like, yeah. This, but every year, I just know she's gonna give me something random. Um, but no, it's not because it's not bad. It's just like not really useful. But um, just try it. So I don't know. It's the it's the thought that counts. It's a spot. <laughs> yeah, and that's where it's kind of like I don't know. Did you really think about this or? But <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I, I I think uh, I have it's crazy. Like I hate doing like grab bags and especially like church grab bags because like you already know like, depending on who in church gets your name it's like oh, I'm out, you know. But you can't be mean because you're in church and it's like oh uh, sister oh you got my name God bless you you know like oh it's about to be trash. I, I just don't want a calendar. And not you know it's not that offensive so it's just I just don't want a holiday calendar. That's that. Yeah, it's cool. Let's talk about mental health, right? So um, as beautiful as this time is, and it is, it can be magical, regardless of uh, belief or whatever, or, or, you know, how you go about celebrating it, you know, it adds a layer of stress. I think that's fair to assess, right? Um, and, you know, I think with this time, and especially with everything that has transpired, it has probably created a, a another layer uh, of this added element, right? So how do you um, encourage, like if you had to say a word uh, to somebody that was really going through, because the holidays can be um, 
it can, it can really be heavy, right? Like this time of year, it's always weird. Like I, I always call it like I have my own roller coaster effect. Like, you know, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm happy. And then like a couple of days before Christmas, I think about like my dad not being here and it starts messing with me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like a pendulum swing almost. But if you could tell anybody something, something that, you know, could lift their spirits, right? What would it be? And I'll start with you, Natalie. Um, I think I would tell people one to really focus on the positives just because what you feed is kind of, you know, more so where your brain goes. So if you if you go towards more positive stuff, definitely it will take you in that direction. And if you focus on the negatives, it'll take you in that direction, too. So I would say definitely make sure you focus on positives and then. Focus on making memories, like even in this time when we can't do what we usually do, you can definitely make new memories, make new traditions like you talked about, and, you know, just focus on things like that. Love it, love it. Ariel, what would you tell somebody who is really dealing with a lot of heaviness during this time? What would your words of comfort be? Um, I think it would focus on, like, belief and growth of the future, like, even though it may be something that down about now just think about like the things that you have coming up the things that you'll be doing um even though it may be dark right now like there is light at the end of the tunnel amber what would you say to that person yeah i think that um one of the things i was actually thinking about this today and um I think one of the things is that like, this is a time, I don't think that's a feeling that's like unique to one person. I think that like, as you get older and like you go through things in life, like you kind of realize that like, it's not like when you're a kid and you have no worries, no cares. And it's just like, always like Christmas. So happy. You start to think about like your loved ones that you may have lost. And so I think that I would just encourage them to know, like the main thing is like, you're not alone, that you don't have to be happy all the time. You don't have to feel the burden of you know, that this is the norm, that everyone is happy around this time. I think that just knowing that you're not alone, that you'll get through it, and then focusing on, you know, who you have around you and the people that you have surrounding you that love you and try to focus on that and creating new memories with those folks. But I think it's definitely something that is, I, I've, I've been thinking about a lot today, just like just my loved ones that I wish were here. Um, and so it's definitely a time where you, can't help but start to think about, you know, people that you miss and people that you love. So perfect, perfect. Let's make let's let's throw an interesting one in there, fun one. Um I've had a lot of time obviously because of COVID, right? Like the only place we can go here in Chicago is I can literally just go to the grocery store and to the gym. I work remotely. That's the beautiful part about being in sales. I just do everything from my laptop. So you know if I'm not at the gym, I really have no place to go because I can't even go to church. So I get a lot of time to watch TV. Wife loves reality TV. It could be Real Housewives of whoever. I unfortunately have to watch it because, you know, especially like NBA had a different season. It was redacted. And then thank God they came back. They're going to start up again. So I'm hopefully I'm going to get some TV balance. But I've watched a lot of Real Housewives over this whole pandemic. Everything on Netflix you can just imagine. Let's start there. Best thing on Netflix right now. And I'll start with you, Ariel. You're muted. You're um Netflix. I don't know. I really haven't I think I've been watching Hulu a little bit more. Oh, okay, best thing on Hulu. 
because you can go back and like rewatch live stuff. So I'm really into this show called Big Sky. Um, it's on ABC, and the first episode like totally. I was trying to watch it while doing homework. Don't recommend because I totally put up my homework because I was like, oh, this show is good. Okay, let me <laughs> close this up. I'll get to that afterwards. But it was really, really good. That and oh, I do. So on Netflix, I did watch, I kind of watched anime too. So I was watching The Promise Neverland and that that show was pretty, pretty good. So hey, I love anime. Uh, Naruto, One Punch Man. Anything DBZ related? Yes, that is my that is my thing right there. Natalie, what's the best thing on Disney Plus, Netflix, whatever? Um, I've been watching this show on Netflix called Shit's Creek, which is so funny to me. I don't know if it's like a specific brand of humor, but I think it's hilarious. And what else have I been watching? I've been rewatching a lot of the Marvel movies. They're really good to like work to, like have them on in the background. There's just a lot of action going on. Um, and then I just watched Jingle Jangle on my birthday. How and I it? really, I really liked it. I thought it was good. The music was really good. It was a good movie. So I would recommend that to add it to your uh, Christmas classics. I need to. I haven't, I haven't even watched Jingle Jangle. I've been meaning to, but it's like, uh, like, just something in me won't do it. I, I've been addicted to The Crown. Like, that, oh, that, yes, no. like, hey, Margaret Thatcher. It's like boring, but not boring. I don't yes. know how. Hey, it's just hey. Like drama. The Crown, if you're not careful and you got a glass of red wine anywhere near you, you will literally finish every season. It's just amazing. <laughs> Amber, best thing on Netflix or any streaming service? <laughs> um. So I have really been reading a lot and listening to a lot of podcasts. But the one thing at the beginning of at the beginning of quarantine, though, the show that when they put um, Married at First Sight, I got hooked on it from Netflix because they put that season eight on there with Deanna yeah. and Matt and Amber. Like he was trifling. And um, so, yeah, after that, now I'm just hooked on Married at First Sight. I love that show. And I am like garnering way too much life advice from that show. I was like, yeah, you know, are. <laughs> I'm like, married at first sight. Like, girl, what? Hey, no. Hey, Amber came on and said, basically, I'm smart. Y'all, I've been reading this whole time. And all you guys have been binge watching. I'm like, man. <laughs> I feel it was, dumb. It was just like all those books. Like, you know when you're in high school and they make you yeah. read books? So I like started going back to the books that I had to read in high school. I started with that, like 1984. That book's really good. Like some of those books are like really, you know, Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, Grapes of Wrath. I remember all George Steinbeck. Yeah, yeah I, I read I them. They're really good. I get it. I'm gonna finish up President Obama's Promised Land once I buy it on Audible. I, I just I'm not gonna. Yeah. Do so that's my book to read. But speaking of Married at First Sight, Iris and Keith. Oh, God bless Keith. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade. I'm not throwing shade. Okay, I, I just couldn't beat Keith. It. I couldn't beat Keith. And on the last season, a Karen, a, I, I respect her and I respect Big Dog, but if he wanted to leave, I was totally in support. I no, was no, like, no. The leave. problem with that, at first, I was on that train. I was like, Karen, like, oh, but her background, you have to know her background. She's like Baptist, like Southern Baptist. Her family's very conservative. They're like trying to like tape bedroom scenes on there and she's like I'm not down with that but I think that like she could give him a hug or something yeah I she always, always like don't be like Karen but yeah, she actually, they, they they're doing really great now so I'm happy for them 
I am. I am too. I'm. I'm totally. I. I think she held to her morals. I totally support that. I thought that was awesome. But like, they're married though. So I can't really say you held to their morals. That was the problem. I think it was like this weird like tension. It's like, well, I know you want yeah. to be bad, but you're married, so. Hey, I, I just didn't like yeah, like to show my man any type of affection. Yeah, it was him. I was like, yeah. it didn't seem like she liked him like the whole season, and I was. I anyways, we could just talk about this forever. I think her mom gave her some acts right though when she left him that one night and yeah. then she came back like and all of a sudden she was doing massages and everything like that. I feel like her mom's like, You better not let this good man go, Karen. And then she just <laughs> she changed her whole tune. Who who was the guy with the um he like built his own house? Oh, that was um Bennett. Bennett, <laughs> hey, Bennett was my favorite person Bennett, that whole season. Bennett was just amazing. Yeah. Um I honestly, I've enjoyed, and I don't even like shows like that, but, you know, you're forced to watch it. I've actually enjoyed uh, Married at First Sight, and honestly, I'm looking forward to the next season because I want to see it. I would never do it, like, if I was in that position, but I would love to just watch somebody else go through that process. It's a lot. Worst thing, worst thing on streaming. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to start it off. I think the line, is it Tiger King or whatever, Joe Exotic. That was the worst that was good. It was abusing tigers. I am so glad. <laughs> good though. I didn't. I didn't watch the um show, but oh, you. Need to I feel like the people on the show were terrible, but the show was entertaining because I was like, oh, "You did what to who?" It was Charlotte. It was a lot of weight. Y'all got away with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but if you watch like Joe Exotic stuff on YouTube, you'd be like, "This dude, how is he allowed to do this? Terrible, terrible no. movie. That was the worst thing out of all this pandemic that I've seen. I, I couldn't do it. I, I tried it and I was like, no, nah, I, I just can't. I just can't. Uh, but it's been so amazing. And I know we're winding down. I got one more question for you guys. Look, 2021 is within days, right? 10? Well, I don't, I don't want to do my math right now. I don't want to embarrass myself, but somewhere around that, right? Next Saturday, I want to say. So, or Friday. Next Friday. I call myself, call myself. That's not, I didn't want to embarrass myself. So, you know, um, there, like every New Year's, there is optimism and then reality sets in, right? But I think this New Year's, I think instead of necessarily goal setting, perspective has to change, right? Uh, what would be, or what should be one's perspective heading into 2021? We got a new president, thank God, new man of vice president, Kamala-elect Harris, who is also Ariel Soro, thank God. Uh, and there's a positive outlook, right? But, you know, you can't undo what has been done. So we're going to close it out, and then I'll give you guys your sign-off. And they can, you know, tell people they can connect with you. But I'll start with you, Amber. 2021, I'm putting you on the spot because I knew you grew up in church. You had to give a prophetic word to somebody for 2021. What would that prophetic word be? It would be Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Hey. All these things will be added to you. So basically saying, if there was ever a time to reflect on life and reflect on, you know, our eternity and what's to come. I, I don't know what else would have done it except for this year. 
And so I feel like um, when we, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and I that's that's really my like life verse, one of my life verses. But it's really, I think this year I, I want to focus on that with renewed focus. Like I want whatever I do, I want it to be in the will of God, and I know that as long as what I'm doing is in the will of God, then everything else will fall into line and I don't have to worry about it. And so that's really the only way that I've been able to have peace this year. And I, um, I'm going to just take it into the next year. Awesome. That's Natalie, I know you are like, you are like Stephen Furtick female version, right? I like, I know that (laughs) that is your whole vibe. You know, I, I get it, you know, your prophetic word. I'm giving you the mic. Carrie Joe just sung a solo for you. Tasha Cobb came behind and sung a solo for you. <laughs> the atmosphere is set. So you can't drop this. If you mess this up, you don't know God at all. So prophetic, prophetic word for 2021. Um, I would say, I don't know if this is a prophetic word, but I would just say just focus on... I think a lot of people this year have learned what Christianity is not or seen, you know, that there was kind of a, a kind of, I don't know, veneer over Christianity. And I would just say that next year we all need just to return to scripture and value the stuff that Bible values and not, you know, stuff that American culture values or that we value or that we think should be happening. Because a lot of the expectations we had in 2020 were not based on, you know, the Bible. They're based on what we thought should happen. So um, I don't think you'll be disappointed with 2021 if you're focused on scripture and uh, that's how you're measuring your success and that's how you're, you know, viewing your year. That's amazing. That's amazing. Hey, you said a, that was a, that was, that was deep. I got preachers who won't even say that. So I know that was deep. <laughs> Ariel, 2021, you, you know, you're standing up, you're, you're at your front of the whole chapter of aka shout out uh I, I have a sister who is an aka um grew up with us and she's a proud aka and we have to hear it every single time we're around each other i'm also godfather to a kid and it's anyway so <laughs> but those are those are my little guys and i love them to death but you had to speak something positive something that we should focus on for 2021 what would those words of encouragement be I think it would just be um, like Amber and Natalie have said to focus on what your per- your purpose is and to follow that. Um, and to also, I know there's a lot of change that, you know, we've been trying to get done, especially with politics and like policy change and whatnot. And I think if we continue to work for what is right and what and how things are supposed to be, you know, it might be slow, but change is going to come. So I think we should just keep pushing on and keep following uh, what God has laid out for us. Awesome. Keep pushing on. I totally agree. I totally agree with all three. I I thank my guests again. They're amazing, amazing individuals, amazing gifts to humanity. Please connect with them, especially because you want to connect with them. Matter of fact, Ariel, where can I connect with you? What are you doing? Well, right now, you know, I'm just working. Uh, I share things on Instagram, you know, where you can donate and go volunteer. Um, but just follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is there and I do post a lot. Um, and yeah, just follow me, guys. Perfect. Perfect. Natalie, where can they connect with you? What are you doing? Um, You can connect with me on Instagram, of course. Uh, my Instagram is cool like Nat. And I also have a planner, Christian-based, faith-based planner um, account that's called Planful. You can follow that. And we post a lot of inspirational stuff. And it's all about just really being intentional about 
growing in Christ over your year. So, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Amber, what are you doing? Where can they connect with you? I'm just working, taking care of my kid. Um, <laughs> but you can connect me on uh, Instagram if you want to see cute videos of Harpsicle. And um, that's going to be Amber um, Alert 7 on Instagram. Awesome. Look, everybody connect with them. Like I said, amazing gifts to the body. And as always, I come Monday, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I hope you're watching this via YouTube. Just a reminder, please subscribe to the link below. Also, support a brother at Cash App, Cody VMK. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, how do you support? I said that this is the link. But until next time, I want to appreciate my guests. Thank you guys so much. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.